you're in Seattle, Seattle. And you need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbouncedown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 562 now of the Ron and Don Show, and yeah, we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, let's talk about this. Is the U.S. sinking? It might surprise you. Also, AI threat. Yeah, we keep hearing... Uh, well, that it could be on par now with the pandemic or a nuclear war. Yeah, that's what tech execs are warning. And at the same time, uh, I've been using AI and loving it. <laughs> so you better be careful of me because maybe I'm who uh, the tech execs are warning you about. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. By the time that you've heard this, uh, the Cowboy Championship. Reflect football is already in the books. Uh, we didn't even know we were in the championship. We didn't even know we, we played well enough uh, to get to the championship game on Sunday. Well, we have to win a game on Sunday to get to the championship game. Uh, the team that we're playing, we beat them twice. But you know what they say, Ron. Sometimes it's hard to beat the same team three times. Uh, what is your take as the offensive coordinator uh, of the uh, my son's flag football team? You've done a great job for the Cowboys. It's really hard for me to, to say that we're the Cowboys, but we 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 are, and we say things like "How about them Cowboys?" and all. Yeah, that. I heard you yelling that and when one, we scored. two, three Cowboys, and oh, I work for the Cowboys, and I still don't like the Cowboys, but I love these Cowboys, all ten of them. Uh, what is your take? What are going to be some of the key takeaways in order for us to walk away uh, with a victory? And then a double barrel question. How do you feel about some kids in our division not getting trophies? Because this is uh, just because you played doesn't mean uh, they get a trophy. What are your, what are your, what are your thoughts as, uh, as, as a coach and as a human uh, and as a lover of Charlie the dog? Is, is, uh, he's all over you right I, now. I, Sorry about that. I don't want to sound trite on this, and it sounds totally cliche. I feel like we've already won. Because, um, and good job to you and sort of setting some team culture. Some of the other teams, um, as the season's gone on, their, their team count sort of dwindled. Uh, and you'll see teams sometimes that don't even have enough players to play the game on Sunday. And so our team is... Those done, are the teams that we really try to destroy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like our, our, our players are engaged. The parents are engaged. Uh, almost every kid. I think, I think we only had one, uh, one kid that wasn't able to make a game. Yeah. Uh, and so everybody's engaged. Everybody's there. Uh, I, I think it became real clear to us straight away that this is not tackle football. Right. Like if this was a tackle football league, I think you and I would be much more intense. <laughs> Uh, we would yeah. really be a lot more competitive. Yeah. We would be, you know, doing a lot of drills where 
are, you know, you're, you're colliding and tackling and doing all the stuff that we did at this age. But this is this is not tackle football. Boys, so, let me introduce you to the Oklahoma tackling drill, which is actually illegal now in the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Now, no, you're right. So, it's, when you can't go out there and fix it by hitting somebody, it's a it's a different way of coaching for sure. Yeah. And so I, I think I, I hope that we win and we can get into the championship game and and we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I feel like these uh, the kids have learned something. I think they have enjoyed it. Um, you know, we sort of give them more freedom than you would get in, in a tackle football situation. And so I, I feel like like the what, whatever happens on the games for the championship thing, I, I think it's irrelevant in the sense of. I think this group of kids has enjoyed themselves. They've learned something about football. Uh, they've learned a little bit about strategy. Uh, they've learned something about winning and losing. I think the, the games that we've lost uh, really helped us as well. I think if you just roll through all the games. I've learned nothing from those games other than it bugs me all damn day when we lose. That's what I've learned. I do not like losing, I found out. How about you? I, 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 don't, I don't like it easier, but. Uh, I don't think it, I'm, I'm like. You're a grown-ass man. It's Monday. The game is yesterday. It's flag football. Why are you still thinking about it? But I'm still thinking about how we could have won. So, yeah. uh, but I don't. I don't instill that in my kid for sure. And, I, and I'm I think, really, I'm really careful about not instilling sure. that in him. But why I'm telling him just it's no big deal. Inside, I'm going, it's such a big deal. But it's, but it's not a big deal. But, but it's a big. That's what's going on with me internally. The thing that I uh, have enjoyed the most, and again, it, it, it's not a win or loss thing, yeah. is seeing some kids uh, that really had zero confidence uh, at the very first practice. Totally. To, uh, we had one kid um, that uh, he, he was like never expected to play. Yeah. He didn't even think he'd get on the field. Uh, I didn't think he would play a skill position whatsoever because I talked to him in the first week. Uh, two games ago, he had seven catches, a touchdown, and a PAT. Yeah. Like, that kid is on cloud 10. Uh, and it's amazing. Like, another kid that I, I think he's very, very quiet and is not going to be the type of kid that, like, I'm open, I'm open. He's not that kid. He's not going to speak up in the huddle. And, you know, I pulled our quarterback aside and said, hey, look for this kid. He's open. Yeah. Almost there. And had, like, a 40-yard touchdown. Right. Uh, and, you know, that kid is absolutely ecstatic. So, like, those are the moments that I think, regardless of if you win or lose, because in this this level of football, yeah. like, there's lots of interceptions. There's lots of turnovers. There's lots of long touchdowns. Yeah. How do you, how, how do you feel in our division – like like first place team will get a trophy, second place they'll get a medal, and then third, fourth, whatever it is, and 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 we get we're we're gonna fight to be in the championship game, to be first and second, but we have to win a game on Sunday to get there, because uh, we have a a tied record with a team that that we're playing. So what what is your take? Because the because the younger kids they all get a trophy to participate, which I don't have a problem with that. I think when you're six years old, and I think showing up. And being able to put on your uniform and not shit your pants, I, th I think you should get a trophy for that. I think six-year-olds are different than 12- and 13-year-olds. Yeah. So yeah. I think in this division that you should earn your trophy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think there's a the thing of, of if you're in last place, you didn't win a trophy. Like, right. that's that's kind of how life is. Yeah. You yeah. don't, you don't uh, get a trophy for showing up to work every day. Yeah. Anyway. How, how have you felt as a head coach? Um. I I uh, I wrote something down about all these kids. There's there's some books by Malcolm Gladwell you can read called 
blinking, thinking, thin slicing. Uh, and, and when you meet someone, your mind, cause we all say no judgment and that's a bunch of crap. You guys, anytime someone tells me no judgment, I'm like, shove off and shut up because your brain is made to judge. That's the way it's wired. So when people say no judgment, you're, you're judgy. We're all judgy and we're all judging. We are. It just, it's, it's, it's your fight or flight mechanism. It, what It's what separates you from the animals. Believe me with Charlie. There is no judgment with Charlie toward me, but I have a lot of judgment toward him because <laughs> I'm a human. But uh, nonetheless, I wrote something down about each of the players when I met them. I put it in, a, in an envelope uh, and, and I went and got some ice cream. I put some ice cream in the envelope. Hopefully it doesn't melt. I hope so, too. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to invite everyone to go to ice cream after after the game, win, lose or draw. We'll see how it goes. But I, w- what's weird is because I, d- I didn't know if thin slicing works or not. And thin slicing is about the thing you think about somebody when you meet them in the first 30 seconds. I wouldn't change anything that I, now that I've known these kids better and I wouldn't change anything that I wrote, which is, which, which is really interesting to me. So, and some of these kids just need to to be told you're an athlete, right? You, you are an athlete. You're a baller. You're a football player. A lot of these kids have never even, even played an organized sport before. They just, they just need to hear that. So Uh, And you've done a good job with that, Ron. So way to go. Anyway, we will see you guys on the other side of this. And we'll tell you next week. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, we'll tell you how the Cowboys did. Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's Ron and Don on the Ron and Don Show. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I want to thank one of our great sponsors, Les Schwab. And spring already sprung. So here we are. It's summertime, and chances are, because planes are so crowded right now, you guys, you want to jump in the car. Maybe you're heading to eastern Washington, and you should stop by a Les Schwab Tire Center before you do so, because right now, Ron, you can save lots of money on a set of four tires, right? Yeah, and get your free pre-trip safety check. There's nothing worse than being stranded with something on your car out in the middle of nowhere on said road trip. They'll do a visual inspection of your brakes and more. They'll even measure your tire tread. Right now, if you need new tires, you can save up to $200 when you buy a set of four select tires, plus save an extra 50 bucks with Les Schwab financing. Schedule your appointment at leschwab.com or stop by any location that's les schwab where they've been doing the right thing since 1951 52 53 52 52 yeah hey you guys i don't know what it is about the ron and don business but i just want to thank everybody for reaching out and trusting us when it comes to a real estate transaction A lot of times it's hard to figure out where does it start, where does it end, especially if you're selling your home. Maybe it involves your parent. Maybe you have the power of attorney. Maybe there was an accident. Maybe they fell. Maybe they died suddenly. We have so many of you that are reaching out to us and saying, hey, I have my mom's house, my dad's house, their estate. We need realtors to help us out here. And I just appreciate all the trust. That was connected during our terrestrial radio days. Ron, it's alive and well in our real estate businesses. Yeah, if you're in that situation, or it could be another situation like a job change, life comes at you, throws you a curveball, something unexpected, and real estate is involved, we want to be your teammates. So let's start out, see if we'll make a good team, and do a sit-down. It's a Zoom call. It's virtual. It takes about 30 minutes or so, and I will set it up for you. Just email me directly, ron at ronanddon.com, or you can set it up online at ron and Don sitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don show. Don't forget, if you need us, 
uh, I've done something pretty cool this past week. I got to drive down to Burley, Washington, talk to a client down there. Uh, they have a nursery. I stopped into their nursery. In fact, I took one of my stagers down to the nursery and one of my contractors down there, and she ended up going back to the nursery of one of her clients and buying all these plants. She's like, I got to go empty my car out. So she emptied her car out in Woodenville, drove all the way back. These amazing plants. And then what I did, instead of driving back up over the Comos Narrows Bridge, I just drove over to the ferry dock. The ferry boat was late. Charlie and I didn't care. It gave us an opportunity to go for a run. We went for a run, grabbed some lunch, ate some ice cream. And then, boom, we got a beautiful ferry ride back to the city. So that's the cool thing about being regional real estate agents, you guys. Uh, Ron, talk about that a little bit because we just closed on a house over in Bellevue near Newport High School for $252,000 over. We're doing a lot of work down in the South End. You, we've told you about the home. We just sold in Tacoma. Uh, we sold this, this house and the, and the young woman, 80 years young, who was selling the house, carried a note in her purse. And she read it to us the last time we got together and, and had lunch to celebrate the selling of her home. She said, please bring me real estate agents that will help me sell my home for $500,000 over. We sold her house for $925,000, which was $125,000 over what we listed and almost a half a million dollars over what she expected. And then driving back up to the North End this week and having a coffee cake with some other clients up there that are getting ready possibly to, to move to North Bend. There's a lot of things are happening. Uh, and in fact, we just help someone that lives in your building. We help them sell. Uh, we help them sell as well. And it seems like a lot of our listings, if things are done right, there's a lot of interest and they're selling over right now and regionally wrong because we're regional realtors. We see a lot of good things happening in a lot of neighborhoods all at once, right? I like getting to know these neighborhoods. And before we ever got into real estate, and I don't know, some people are going to go, wow, that's a weird thing you do. And some people go, I do that too. I have always, I think since I got my driver's license and had a vehicle, I have always loved driving around neighborhoods and looking at houses just checking neighborhoods out. I, even when I was 17 years old, so even up by, by where you live uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'd drive up there and just drive around the neighborhood. Well, like, that's because oh. that, my neighborhood had all the, all the prostitution. Going over, right? <laughs> well, so that's why I drive around the neighborhood. Uh, I've done it my entire life where if I'm uh, out and about somewhere, I just, I'm curious about the neighborhoods. I'm curious about the houses. I'm curious about the different areas. So that, I, I love that part of like what you said and like being down in Tacoma. And once you go down to a house three or four or five times, you start to go, oh, there's a little coffee stand over there. And I'm going to get a coffee. And it's like, oh, yeah. and if I turn this way, I'm going to be right down by the water. Yeah. And oh, cool. If I lived here, I would ride my bike down on that path. And you just start to uh, get to know the neighborhoods. And, and I, I completely enjoy that. And I love it as a regional realtor as well. I was just in Bellevue yesterday at that house because, uh, you know, dropping off some keys and that sort of stuff. And it's it, it feels like my neighborhood now. It's like I know this neighborhood yep. and I know where I would shop and I know where I would, uh, my kids would go to school if I had kids, like all those things. I, I just enjoy that part, whether it's in Tacoma or out on the peninsula or up in Edmonds. I, I toured Edmonds a while back as well. And it's like, this is a cool town. I get why people like Edmonds. Yeah. 
So, and we have a great listing on in West Seattle right now as well. So if you'd like the inspection report on that, uh, just reach out. Uh, and a lot of good things coming up. And we are out shopping. In fact, this Saturday, we're going to be out uh, shopping for the kind of home that I like to buy, which is a home that needs work where you got to add value to it. You got to force appreciation. Those are the kind of homes that investors should be looking at right now, especially if investors have some of their own money or there's some parental money. The money your parents are going to give you, your dollar is worth more today. Get it now and instead of when they die and invest in something. And then down the road, if your parents need the money, you're just like, hey, you know what? Let's be investors on this. And if you don't need the money and you pass away, well, then we wisely invested in a piece of real estate, uh, which is really, really smart, especially when it comes to the to the tax code. So make sure that you check that out. All right. And then uh, <laughs> my friend Kristen sent me, she's newly married. She sent me a picture of some igloos uh, that are out in North Bend. It looks like uh, water got the best of those. Did you see those? I, I didn't look closely, but I did. I, I used to live in a geodesic home. I, I know the routine. Yeah. So uh, she's great, though. She's a firefighter. She's newly married, and they're thinking about maybe they bite something off like that and, and live in one, maybe Airbnb, the other one out in North Bend. So it's it, it, this is a very cool, fun time to be in real estate. And I never want you to think that if you live somewhere and you're up on Woodby and you're like, hey, can those guys help me? Hey, if you're in the great state of Washington, we can help you. If you're leaving the state, we have great partners outside the state. So just let us know. Everything I'm talking about right now, it started with something that's really fun. It's called a Ronadon sit down. And we sit down with you a couple times during the transaction. One time we do it online. It's about 30 to 40 minutes. We want to see what your real estate needs are and if we can help you and we'd be a good team. And if we're not going to be a good team, we'll connect you with with a good team. Or maybe sometimes people aren't ready, right? Sometimes they're just not ready and we have to give them assignments and say, hey, this is what you'll need to do in order to be ready because people don't always understand the levers or the leverage they have or the leverage they could create for themselves. And so the running on sit down sometimes becomes a little bit of coaching and says, hey, you're not in a position right now maybe to buy or sell, but here's some of the things you can do to improve your position. Yeah, I did a sit down this week where uh, the folks were thinking on a 10-year time horizon, which is awesome. Good for them. Man. Uh, I and think that's so great. We, we had a really great chat about this 10-year time horizon, but then there were some things that they hadn't thought of that I was like, hey, why don't you do X, Y, and Z now? Uh, and then as we cruise along through this journey of life together, uh, maybe it's 10 years, but it might be two years. Like we, you don't, we don't know what's going to happen in your life, but here's a couple things that you, you can do. And they're like, Oh my God, I never thought of that. I'm going to do that. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Cause it's like, that's kind of how my brain works. I like to think five and 10 years out. So investors, buyers, if you have access to other types of money, you should be on the hunt right now, especially this summer. You should be hunting. Uh, and that's what I'm going to be doing on Saturday with a with a group of investors is we're going to be out hunting. And we're going to go look at 10 properties uh, together because you can tie that property down and then you can even refi it a year from now or two years from now when interest rates are better. In fact, I think Mitch.loans is offering that, isn't he? If, 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 you, if you finance with them, go to Mitch.loans, find out more. Mention Ron and Don. 
I think they'll give you a ref, uh, a free refi like a year from now. Uh, and then also on one of our properties over in West Seattle, we are we are offering uh, a buyback program, right? Yeah, buy, some, a buy down program. Or a buy down program, which is something not buy back, buy down. Important. Very important distinction. Buy down. There's a lot of realtors, though, that don't even understand the, the, the buy down program. And this is how you can help buyers out there. Yeah. So this I found super interesting. So I'll just give you the, the numbers. These are estimates, of course. But th- this house is uh, 569 grand, like right there, sort of a bread and butter house for the Pacific Northwest uh, uh, for a lot of neighborhoods. So if you bought that house um, for uh, with 10% down, you're a buyer with 10% down. With this interest buy down uh, offer that our seller has has been generous enough to do, which means when you're at close, uh, we on the on the seller side are going to buy an interest point off of your loan for the life of your loan. You can buy an interest point, and so what that basically means is that you're prepaying the interest uh, that the mortgage company would have received. You prepay that upfront, but over the life of that loan, if if the new buyer keeps just buys the home, moves in, lives there for 30 years and never change their loan. They would save $127,000. Wow. $127,000 over the life of the loan. Now I understand that most people don't live in their house for 30 years, but some people do. And some people just get their loan. They make their payments and that's what they do using this technique of buying down a, a percentage point off of the interest rate. The 127 grand over the life of that loan. So I think that that's a pretty cool program. And yes, you're right. Mitch, Mitch is, a, there's going to be a new spot in this actual episode that talks about the new program where you can buy a house right now. And then in a year from now, hopefully interest rates are lower. Uh, they will refinance it for you and they will waive the finance fees from the lender uh, on that new deal. Yeah. All right. Everybody pay attention. Sellers house has to be on point right? Has to be on point, has to be presented really well. You have to do your work, but don't spend a dollar to get 50 cents back. Be very, very careful about that. So the house that we went 252 on, there have been other realtors that would have gone in there and they would have done complete remodels of the bathroom and kitchen. We didn't do that. We left that work for somebody else, but all the other work that we did do in that house presented a great canvas and we showed someone the way. So I think we were on at 167. And then uh, we sold at almost $2 million on this house. Lots of people interested in this house over on the east side. So there's a lot of good things that are happening in all of your neighborhoods right now. Don't let the interest rate scare you. The high interest rate is 7%. There's an opportunity in there. The opportunity lies in there. You're never going to see investors shopping interest rates or shopping opportunities because chances are over the life of that loan, it may change hands five or six times anyway if you're an investor, if you're 1030 wanting, uh, if you're buying, selling, if you decide to be a flipper, a buy and holder, whatever that is. But don't forget, this This is when Warren Buffett says, when people are running, this is your opportunity to step into something. But you have to let fear be your fuel. You have to let fear be your fuel because this can create fear for people sometimes. And what you shouldn't do especially if you're older, is take your whole nest egg and put that on the line. There's no need to do that. You don't have to put your own your whole nest egg on the line. But if you're younger, hell yeah, you should be taking some risks. You should. You should take some risks. We will see you on the other side of this.
Hey, it's Ron here with Mitch Weeks. You hear him on the show from Mitch.loans. And Mitch, you guys have a cool program out right now because interest rates are higher than they've been for quite a while, but you have a, a solution possibly for buyers. We do. Rates are high, but they're expected to go down. And that's why we came up with this program. It's the Rate Replace Program. So you can buy at current rates. And then when rates drop within the next year or so, you actually get to replace that rate and the fees are on us. So you can refinance that loan into a new loan and we will cover the lender fees for you. So that's the rate and replace program. Replace that rate. Very cool. So that's a, a really a good incentive for buyers. Uh, you can buy now with the security of knowing that Mitch at Mitch.loans will replace that rate. Check him out right now online at Mitch.loans. That's Mitch.loans. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Before we get out of here, AI, it's threat. We hear a lot of people in tech who who typically don't want boundaries and bumpers, and they don't throw their hands up in the air and say, hey, you better watch out for this. They're typically doing what Tim Cook did this week when they said, hey, look at this contraption that you can put on your face, and then all these cool things can happen and you could do, which, which again, I just see with all these contraptions, uh, I can see the fun in it, and then I can also see the isolation of what tech creates. And I, and I have to say, one of, one of the best things that we have done as coaches is we haven't allowed kids to have their phones, and it's actually opened up conversations between them where they actually know each other's names now, or they're strategizing about how to win on offense or win defense. They're, they're, they're having these personal connections. And one of the things that really bothered me when my son was playing basketball, and one of the reasons I, I stepped in and I said, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to be their best coach ever, but, but I do know how to coach them up a little bit on life. And one of those things is taking away the, the, the distractions so that they can have interactions and in real human to human contact. Cause every human needs that, right? That's one of the secrets to longevity. There's six pillars and, and that's one of them. And, and you probably notice this sit outside your child's school, especially when they're coming out of junior high and high school for those that have just gotten a phone. One of the first things they're doing when they walk out the doors are on their phone. And then other kids gather around who don't have a phone and they're all looking at the same phone. I have kids in my son's band. He, he has his final recital next week. He has a solo. I can't wait. <laughs> and the thing is, uh, you know, some of these kids still don't know each other's names. And when my son was playing basketball, the coach had all these kids and didn't know how to deal with all of them. So while they're sitting on the bench waiting to go in so they wouldn't complain to him and go, put me in, coach, put me in, he would just let them play on their phones. By the end of the season, none of them knew each other. None of them were inviting each other for sleepovers or to go ride mini bikes or build forts. Uh, none of that stuff was, was going on. Or you pick the guy who has the cute sister and you try to get invited. Did you ever do that? Of I would course. Try to, I would try to get over. Well, I had a sister that's three years older, so I was always trying to, to <laughs> wait for her to have a sleepover. That yeah, was my favorite yeah. night. Yeah, I was trying to go over to Billy Weatherall's house because of Linda, his sister. I was trying to, to flirt with her, even though she was probably about 16 years older than me. But, you know, when you're nine, you don't you don't Dang, have all that figured take out. Take a shot. Yeah. So anyway, AI, we keep hearing, and again this week, we have a tech giant saying, Hey, you got to understand that this, this could be worse than a nuclear war. And this right here uh, could be worse than the pandemic that we just went through. 
I can see that because I have started using the technology and I actually use the technology in one of the newsletters that I sent out. Uh, and if you don't have a copy of that, you can sign up for the Ron and Don Nation news. I shared in the newsletter, though, that I was going to use AI. And I told the newsletter what, or, or the AI chatbot what I wanted. And in this case, I used GPT chat. And then it, I said, write an inspiring story. I gave it some information. It's about a trip I just went on, an adventure. Uh, it was supposed to be about the, the the gentleman who was the leader of this adventure who I really liked, and we've become good friends. And it wrote a story about him. Now, the whole story that it wrote wasn't exactly true, but it did pull some things off the internet about him. Like it knew that he was one of the hottest guides, for instance, in the state of Utah, uh, which is true, right? And that, and how long he's been doing it and everything else. But then it assumes some things that weren't true. I think that's the danger, at least that I can see in an election cycle, because, because I think as a news person and a news talk person, I, I do a pretty good job of seeing things online. And, and when it's Russian interference or Ukrainian, it's some interference from somewhere else and somebody else has written this, I kind of get it, understand it, I can see it, and I, and I know to, to be careful about consuming that. I think the majority of Americans, though, don't. Like, they don't. They just go ahead and they sit down and they consume it. And I think what's going to happen here is already happening is a lot of this kind of information, it's really easy to turn it, right, and not flip it on and off and almost turn it like a dimmer switch or turn the stove up. Turn it up, turn it up on the American public a little bit more by providing some more misinformation. And especially now what's happening in our political culture when you have a president who now has been not indicted once, but twice, they tried to impeach him a couple times. And the only way for him, in my opinion, because he's going to be indicted again for a couple of other things, the only way for him to stay out of this is to keep postponing these trials and to win the presidency. Because then these things all become not, and then you get to the other side of his presidency. He can't run again, but I think at that point, he's uh, he'll, he should be approaching death. But these two guys, <laughs> you never know. So I see that, and I can also certainly see this when it comes to nuclear war. Uh, Ron, what are your thoughts? Is, is, is people in tech are saying, hey, pay attention to this. And it doesn't seem like we are, and I don't know if we can, because everyone, at least as I've said before in the Senate, is 95 years old. They're white guys, and and they're still using flip phones and Blackberries. I, I, I wonder if it's already too late in terms of the misinformation war. Uh, it is rare that this many tech company or t- tech powerhouse people all sign a letter saying, Look out, like we need to pay attention to this. That's very rare. So they just say, and I'm glad that they did it to sort of hopefully raise uh, the, the specter of getting some sort of common sense regulation done. But really, we can only take care of what's happening in the United States. Like China has a, a copy of this software. India has a copy of this software. Um, you know, all, all kinds of countries, the UK and European Union, and, and then go down the list. Probably, I'm sure that North Korea is working on a version of this. To what end? And I think the end is what you said, um, where it's like we want to manipulate the world into our best interest. So if you are motivated by an ideology around religion 
or extremism, you can manipulate the world to that end. If you are a, a racist, you can manipulate the world to that end. If you are, are someone that, you know, has all kinds of weird beliefs about terrorism or, you know, a Vladimir Putin type of guy that wants to take over the world, you can start to use these technologies to shape opinion in your favor. And so that, that's the thing that I think might already be out there in in the universe and that really does bother me and i'm what what do you think it is about human beings that that it's so attractive to think that they're that they're that you can be in on some sort of secret that's the thing that i don't get so someone will read the washington uh, you know post or the new york times or and they go oh that's not the real truth the real truth is over here on this off-brand underground uh, source that, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into on the real stuff you know, because because no, this this big stuff it, that can't be real. It's too boring. It's too out there. Number one way to groom a kid, like if you're a sexual predator, and we learned uh, when Ron and I worked for Big Brothers Big Sisters, we worked in youth prisons. Uh, we've had background checks a lot. Even with NL Flag right now, we had to have background checks. They, the uh, number one thing a groomer will do is to someone they're grooming is that, can I let you in on a secret? Can I tell you a secret? Can I tell you something that I've never, and, and, and like with my son, I, we tell that we use the word discretion, but he can say whatever he wants to say to whoever he wants to say it to, as long as he uses discretion. Uh, I would never want him to be backed into a corner to feel like I told him a secret that he couldn't share with another family member and that it was something that he had to begin to carry. Uh, but, but it's, it's your, so your, your, your question is, is a great, great question. And that's the thing that chat GPT does is goes, Hey, I got a secret about the vaccinations. I got a secret about yeah. Joe Biden's family. Yeah. I got a secret about whatever. And now you go down this rabbit hole where it appears to be legit and factual because chat GPT itself is creating the facts. We talked about this before in a previous episode. I can have the AI create, if I want to do a study that said, uh, you should eat a pint of ice cream every night and it's going to stave off type two diabetes. I can have chat GPT write that scientific article yeah. to where it would look like it's in the journal of New England medicine. And it doesn't have to be true. And it, it absolutely isn't true. Yeah. And then I could create this rabbit hole of people and there would be a percentage of people, not everybody, sure. but there would be a percentage of people that go, I can eat ice cream every night. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm going to stay. And, and they would believe it because it looks like there's enough evidence there. And it's a secret that the man's trying to keep you from. This is just people trying to keep me down. I, and I, I should be able to eat all the ice cream I want. And big, and you know, big tech is making big health is making me not want to enjoy my ice cream. And so you just go down and create these villains you create your own set of facts and then you create this narrative that's going to appeal to a certain amount of people and if there are enough of those every single one of us will will fall into one of those traps there's every one of us has some sort of blind spot where we would be gullible uh to step in and go huh maybe that is true Maybe, maybe I, whatever it is for you is probably different for me, but that's what AI can do is create just 24 hours a day, seven days a week, creating these little micro 
anti-truth chambers where eventually we all step into one and start believing something that was made up by an artificial intelligence computer. Hmm. What kind of ice cream? I don't know. All of it, I guess. Oh. I mean, I go salted caramel as my, as my go-to now or yeah. coffee. Yeah. I bought three scoops of ice cream. Three that, scoops? For everyone on the team, including you and Coach Scott, that's, that's your, if we don't win a medal, we'll win three scoops of ice cream. You could, you, I bet you could get four scoops of ice cream. I mean, I, I, I don't think I could You should be able to get a cone. Now. You should be able to do a, we're going to Molly Moons. If, if you had three scoops at Molly's, what would the scoops be? I'd get the Molly's favorite, which has the, uh, it already comes with two flavors. Oh. And then I would get a bonus side scoop uh, that would probably be coffee. Okay. You would get, so that's only two scoops. No, the Molly's favorite, the big one, comes with two scoops. Oh, it does. So the, the, the giant. What is Molly's favorite? Molly's favorite does is. Does it change? It, no. Oh. oh my God! You never change it. I don't. I, I it's only. The only thing I get in Molly. I tried to go. You don't on get the salted mint, or oh, you no. You or, get salted you, caramel. Or salted caramel. You don't get the scout mint. No. Oh my God! Have you even had a Molly's favorite? What, what about the la- lavender? Have you even had a Molly's favorite? No. You need to. If you once you have the Molly's it favorite, you're not, never going back. You never go back to you're, mint. You're kidding. Are you kidding me? Gosh, I, I tried to that. change it up a couple times ago and get the different Sunday, the special. Man. I was like, this is garbage. Give okay. me the Molly's favorite. Yeah. I, I just look it up. The Molly's favorite is the, it's the ice cream. Okay. Hey, you guys, this is a podcast brought to you by Molly Moons and Molly's favorite. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the best. <laughs> I like the sign on the wall. They're like, please don't tip because we feel it's our job to pay a living wage to the people that work here. They pay them $21 an hour to scoop ice cream. Yeah. And then they and your Sunday is going to be 17 bucks or whatever, but yeah, it's good ice cream. And they have health insurance. They have a living wage, help them with school. It's kind of like Dick's around here as well. Uh, Dick's driving. That's great. So anyway, you guys do want to thank Mitch not loans. If you're looking for a creative way right now to buy and sell a house and you need a good mortgage lender and partner. In fact, we're looking at a home right now that we have a client that's interested in. And she's like, Hey, well, they're saying I need a rehab loan. And Mitch is like, Hey, I'm on it. Let me look into a rehab loan and, and I'll get back to you. The good thing is, is that our client had already been in touch with Mitch on other properties. So they've done a lot of their hard work. A lot of the hard work is just that paperwork of getting the initial paperwork done and knowing what your leverage points are when it comes to buying a property. And this particular buyer, she 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 knows that because she's done her paperwork. So yeah, so check it out at Mitch.loans. Or just email him and tell him you're in the Ron and Don Nation and he will uh, help you out. Or email me at Ron at Ron and Don.com and, and I'll hook you guys up. Yeah, everything's at Ron and Don sitdown.com. Everything starts with the Ron and Don sit down. And believe me, if you're thinking about selling your home, talk to me first because there is something called a Ron and Don difference. You see it in the way that Ron presents the properties online. We have the very finest photographers, the greatest contractors, the best stagers, uh, the best yard people. And sometimes people's house is a wreck or they've inherited a house. Don't worry about that. We've been in and out of lots of homes, hoarder houses, all that stuff. Life happens. You don't have to clean up your house for us. Just call us and we'll come up with a strategy for you today. We have all kinds of of strategies, especially if you're leaving, moving somewhere else, and you need the money from that home or that condo to be pulled out to use to buy the other home. And how do you do that? Uh, there's lots of ways that you can do that. So we'll share with you. 
Could be a bridge loan. Could be something else. All right. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time for episode 563. It'll be here before you know it. Happy summer, everybody. And how about them cowboys? You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. Olay! On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet. And we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Only.